T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Time now for Ken and Curtis with Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. All right, Curtis, the last football game in months to talk about here on Super Saturday. And let me just set the table with this for you. This uh, little note from ESPN. The, the hype has already begun. Hold on, I'm doing my Instagram post. Hold on. Okay, good. You're a little late on that. You're supposed to get people to tune in with the Instagram post. Well, right. I said now instead of later. Okay. <laughs> nice job. Nice, nice job. Thank you. Patrick Mahomes joins Tom Brady as the only quarterbacks to start in three Super Bowls within their first six seasons. And he now has the most playoff touchdown passes at 32 and passing yards, 3,900 yards, by any quarterback before his 30th birthday in NFL history. This accompanying, even the Boston Globe dipping into my take, that Andy Reid Andy Reid is nipping at Belichick's heels in yeah, wins and prestige. That. Right? You, you, just, you shared pick. this with me this morning. Globe's got a story up. If you're a Patriots fan, every fiber in your being should be rooting for the Eagles, and I don't sense that. Why are you not rooting for the Eagles? Uh, here's the reason. Well, I, I think I'm going to be rooting for the Eagles in the game. I, I can't root for the Chiefs, but the, the Eagles – may be the biggest paper tiger in the history of the Super Bowl. I, I look in I look at their schedule. Coward had a pretty good rant on this yesterday. What's their signature win this season? At San they don't Francisco have against Brock Purdy. They have a um their playoff run went through Daniel Jones and a quarterback who was basically a running back who hadn't thrown a pass <laughs> all year. Yeah, but they knocked the quarterback out. you got to give him credit for that. They knocked the starter out, who you and I thought that was a great roster, and the Niners were going back to the uh, Super Bowl. Did we not? Well, I don't know who you uh, picked. I definitely picked the Niners. Their, their quarterbacks they faced, Daniel Jones and Mr. Irrelevant, who became Mr. I Can't Pass <laughs> in that game. Their regular season, they had the NFC South. I mean, they had the AFC South, which was a dumpster fire. They got the Jaguars early. They The NFC East was viewed as this, ooh, this upstart total facade. Mm-hmm. The the Eagles are going to lose in spectacular fashion ooh, tomorrow night. How about that? I have never been so sure of an outcome in my entire life. Wow. It It is the easiest bet. The fact that the Eagles are favored, why? What are they better at than the, than the Chiefs? Well, stati- you see, you know, see, I could say anything statistically, and you won't believe it because you believe it's built on a, a schedule that was terrible. Right. Correct. I believe the Chiefs are like the Patriots of the you know last twenty years, where the regular season is solely there to jockey for position. 
the, the regular season numbers aren't that relevant. It's all about, as you alluded to, it's the numbers in the playoffs. It's, it's play, Super Bowl wins. Mm-hmm. And the, the Eagles were, you know, a very good regular season team, a great regular season team. <clears throat> But they basically benched their roster in the final month and still won all but one game. <laughs> yeah, well. I, I mean, and then in the playoffs, they've had two home games, which has never been, you know, more, you know, a bigger advantage. And they they faced Daniel Jones and a guy I didn't even know was in the NFL after Block per, after Purdy got hurt. And would we agree that Hurts is just mediocre at this point? He's not. He certainly hasn't established himself as an icon of the game. He's also, He shows promise. He shows running ability, but... If that's any other quarterback in the championship game, that's the story for two weeks. He was awful yeah, in that game. Right. Devontae Smith saved him on a catch that should have been challenged by numbnuts uh, Shanahan. <laughs> and, and fourth and three would have changed maybe a little bit of that game. But they got one of the worst calls and one of the worst non-reviewed plays by the opposing team in playoff history since the replay became part of the NFL. And he was mediocre at the fact that the the 49ers tied that game was it the second quarter when McCaffrey had that run. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> that was a a total mismatch. It was a game where the Niners were dinged up. I think Bosa was hurt. They lost their quarterback. The defensive player of the year was a non-factor. The whole story <clears throat> of the Eagles being this wagon. You know, they won one years ago. Here they are again. They are going to get their doors blown off tomorrow. Wow. So I, I agree with you that the Chiefs will win, but here's a couple concerns. First of all, number one, Tommy Curran goes top the total other way, says the Eagles run all over them, uh, citing, I guess, the Eagles running game. You've got, you've got to give the Eagles pass rush some props. They had 70 sacks in the regular season. That's third most in league history. So, okay. So they knocked the Niners quarterback out. There's a reason the quarterback got hurt. It's because of the Eagles pass rush. It's because of Hassan Reddick and others, right? Hassan Reddick. Okay, yeah. I, he, has 20 I, listen, t- he has 20 sacks of the year. The Chiefs' offensive line may be the best in the NFL. The fact uh, that the Patriots allowed uh, Joe Tooney to go to Kansas City remains one of the dumbest things they've ever done. Good interior but, line. That I, I see a lot of people questioning their tackles, but go ahead. I like to break okay, down the trenches. Well, Do you want to break down the PFF? I, I mean, I, I think if they can get to an eye, a five technique and really get inside eye on the guard, <laughs> I think they'll be pretty solid. But uh, the, the situation here is that for all the things we just discussed, which are accurate, the two things you noted to start this award-winning broadcast, mm-hmm. As always, one being the proximity of Mahomes to a pursuit of Brady and Reed knocking on the door of Bill Belichick. I don't know if Wiggy said knocking at the door yesterday, but <laughs> Reed is knocking at the door uh, of Bill Belichick. Yep. Those two things are essential to the next, next decade of the NFL. If Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni win the Super Bowl, then the Reed is now basically Baby Levy. He's 1-3 in the Super Bowl. Yep. Mahomes is 1-2. Sneaky, uh, Spagnolo gets a little ding, too. He might be a Hall of Fame coordinator if they continue winning. He'd be 2-2 two and two in the Super Bowl as defensive coordinator. Instead, if they win, he's 3-1. and one. Not like that's the reason they would win, but I think Spagnolo is not a guy that people have talked about, but he ruined Brady's day several times. So uh, another thing to keep an eye on in the Super Bowl. But the, the whole situation here, is the NFL always does what's in its best interest. I don't care whether or not you think the Chiefs would have won anyway in the AFC title game. You may be right. And obviously you make the point, Ken, and most people agree with you that you have to call the roughing in that spot and that mistakes are made and I guess the end of the get Bengals extra game. downs yep. and all these you know, all the nonsense that occurred. But what would be the point of doing all of that just to have the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl? That game in Kansas City did a ding 
to how some view the NFL and the way in which they conduct business. Yeah, it's a minority. It's a minority. Oh, that's, okay, that's forgotten. But, but, but if, the, if, if the, the Lakers beat Sacramento in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals and then lost in the championship round in the NBA Finals, yeah. it would have been a joke. Like, why would you just ruin all your credibility just to have them lose? Well, how many times has LeBron lost and it's helped his credibility? You, we, all week we had to suffer through, well, at least on the morning show, we, you know, LeBron v. Jordan. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the I just don't think LeBron Jordan is – I I understand that it's a talking point and the, the NBA wants it to be a talking point. But the difference here is Mahomes, when it comes to the the the, um, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and the, the way in which LeBron became the, the number one scorer in the NBA's history, Mahomes is not going to get there. I mean, we all believe that Mahomes is a great player, maybe the greatest to ever play when it comes to just talent. But I don't think he's playing until he's 40. But There's going to be but it so matter. much money. You had Kendrick Perkins gushing about calling LeBron the greatest over okay, Jordan. Ken, just follow along here. But I'm not what talking I'm about telling LeBron you is Mahomes is going to be there. He no, wins. I know, but, but explicit to me for a second. Mahomes is going to be there because of what he does in the postseason. LeBron was in the conversation this week because he became the number one scorer in regular season NBA history. Yeah, but the postseason the, numbers, the number of NBA Finals right. appearances are often cited quickly. Okay, but he's under 500 in the playoff. But this, nobody in, cares. In the, but, but I'm telling you, nobody cares. What are you cares. talking about nobody cares? That's why it's a talking point. Kendrick Perkins doesn't care. He says okay, he's the greatest. you want to keep citing Kendrick Perkins? Well, I, Who cares? I, he's my go-to basketball guy. Okay, so one guy out of 500. Okay, what about Wiggy? Okay, but my point is is that when it comes to the, the Mahomes argument, he needs the Super Bowl wins. He's ne- Nobody's going to get to where Brady did in the regular season just because he did it for so damn long. It's. I think he has to. I think Mahomes has to average thirty-five touchdown passes the next fifteen years to catch Brady. He needs four titles, but if he goes four and two, four and three, there will be people calling him the greatest. Okay, but that, that's not exactly. So, but my, that's my point is that if Mahomes goes to one and two, he's never going to get the regular season numbers that LeBron has over Jordan. He will need to have them in the playoffs. Why don't you understand what I'm saying? He could have the regular season numbers. Why? Why do you doubt that? Well, that's what we started the show with. At the age of thirty, he's already ahead. Of Brady. He's not 30. He's 27. Before and, the age of 30. That right. He's, he's on pace. He's on, he's my on the guess, hottest pace I'm, ever. Right. I'm stipulating that I don't believe, because of the money in the NFL these days, he's going to play another 15 seasons. Okay. I just, I don't think it. He's also gotten more dinged in random cases than Brady has really on. And the way he plays, I don't think is is something that you can continue as long as Tom did. Just a guess. I mean, I, I thought that was pretty well established that people aren't going to be playing until they're 43. Guy, I mean, you saw Aaron Donald criti- you know, question if he was going to retire after winning one title last year. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're right for the most part. But what I'm saying is, so, so you're telling me you don't fear the Mahomes over Brady argument coming down the pipe. No, I don't want to be what Joe Montana's turned into. That was my sort of like light bulb mo- moment this week. <laughs> Look, Patrick Mahomes is a great player. Yeah. One of the best. I mean, if you're just talking skill... He's the most talented quarterback I may have ever seen in my life. He's a smart guy. He's a likable guy in terms of he's, he seems to understand his place in history. He's, you know, got he's tough, and he's not in it for anything other than his pursuit of Tom, which I think is great. And I, I don't want to look at the next generation of players and just be like, because I see people like but I you grew should up be. With, this is what I'm saying. You are like a typical would, no, Patriots fan. It, you should be thing. rooting against Mahomes, and you're not. You're getting sucked I am. in. I, I will be rooting against Mahomes in the game. Believe me. Ask Greg on Sunday night at the Sporting Club. I will be rooting against Mahomes. But I, I'm talking to you from a from a strict sort of sports observing perspective. 
I hate people that watched, you know, Jordan was like, he's nothing like Magic and Bird. And, like, every generation seems to pick apart the other. And uh, watching Mahomes is – I root against him to complete every pass he throws, and 90% of the time I'm disappointed because he's just that good. And the throw he made in that AFC title game on third and ten where he was sort of flushed out of the pocket, jumped up through the dart, I think it was in front of the guy that had said it was, you know uh, – Burrow owns Arrowhead or whatever. Mm, the, the, Burrowhead. Like it was, it was just like Brady would do with Anthony Smith and the guarantee. It was just awesome. So I can't sit here and pick apart a game that really doesn't have flaws. I can tell you why it's going to be incredibly difficult for Mahomes to reach Tom. But at the same time, I am certain that the Chiefs win tomorrow night. I have never been so certain in my life. And sitting back and rooting against another team's success – it's not taking away from the Patriots if another team has a great dynasty. Sure it is. Sure it is. Especially when it's a contemporary. Because the overlap of Mahomes okay, and Brady. Ken, if you can't do the contemporary because Brady's 2-0 in the playoffs when Brady was in his 40s. Yeah, but he just retired and Mahomes was going to win in the year You just said played. a contemporary. So when Mahomes was in his prime, he was 0-2 against Brady when he was at 43 years old. He lost at home and in the Super Bowl. I may agree with you, but I'm saying there's enough danger of the overlap here that this is going to challenge the Patriots' all-time dynasty. And I'm just surprised that you and others are not as threatened by this possibility. When you read, start to read the hype again, because it's been, again, the, and, and by the way, if you're a current Patriots fan, aren't you rooting for the Eagles just to support the we can win without the best quarterback in the league plan? Yeah, but it's such a. If you think that that's a good plan, you're an idiot. Well, that's not a. It's not the preferred plan, but at least gives you a chance. All right. Anyway, quick pause on this. It is a Super Bowl preview, sort of, on a Saturday here. But much to get to. Robert Kraft spoke again this week. Malcolm Butler was all over the place. Celtics trade deadline came and went if you without want to the say big Patriots move. fans should be mad or should be bothered by something. It is the. I mean, the Butler thing. Watching the Eagles in a Super Bowl. Yeah, should make you want to throw up again. Oh, that's what I think is happening. I think people, I think Patriots fans are too scarred by that game, and Butler doesn't help, you know, and giving the Eagles their lone Super Bowl to root for them in any form or fashion. Plus, obviously, that the history loss point. is the it has replaced Super Bowl forty two and Game Seven of the O three ALCS as games I see and I can't watch. <laughs> I will, I refuse to watch any second of it again. It it has scarred me in a way because that would have been, I mean incredible 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 game that all you need is one stop and the fact that there's still patriots fans that are like oh it was game plan oh my, <laughs> well, that was, was only that was glenn that was glenn's like, opinion right after the game he had it ready John, to go you had batamosi hobbling around out there like he was Uta Pepe at heartbreak hill uh. and you have butler just standing there and the fact that to this day, Butler's openly talking about it, teasing something. Yeah. If it was what we all were told it was, which, by the way, another really dirty move by Belichick and his ilk, that they would allow these stories to perseverate for as long as they did, the notion that it's not that big of a deal and he didn't play should be a stain on Belichick's legacy far greater, far more damaging than allowing Brady to walk. Because well, you can at least provide a logical explanation as to not wanting to give a 43-year-old quarterback $50 million. You can't defend Butler. You can't. Butler on with Gresham Fournier yesterday among several outlets. We'll play some of the highlights uh, for you next. But I do want your thoughts on why, if you're not rooting against Mahomes, you're not. Do you not care about Mahomes? Do you not feel threatened by the Chiefs to the Patriots dynasty? 617-779-7937. Sounds like Curtis doesn't feel that, doesn't worry that. 
or is just taking the above-the-board approach. It is Kenny Curtis on your Saturday, and here is Nick LaPan with What's Trending. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. by it Malcolm because in that game they needed you out there like you were you they needed somebody who could cover all those wide receivers that were just running all over the place and and you were in your pads and like you said you did play but for some reason even when it seems like all hope was lost like they still didn't put you in the game and you were in your pads yeah man I um I look back at that man like I'm not throwing anyone under under the bus or anything like that. You know, I know my potential. You know, I like I I, I thrive in big games. I play hard in big games. You know, uh, I didn't know if like I was gonna catch an interception and my value go up. And I knew I wasn't returning. I don't know what I don't know what was going on, but um, yeah, I know some guys that was on the field that most definitely couldn't cover like me. Like I like I told uh, Tampa Bay Radio the other day, Tom Brady would have had eight rings. Oh, oh, Curtis, does that hurt? Does that hurt you personally and deeply? Tom Brady could have had eight. 
Oh, because nobody thought anybody could have five, and he has seven. But uh, I'm looking at the box score of that game, and it is, I kid you not, painful. Tom Brady, 28 of 48, <laughs> 505 yards and three touchdowns. And you won't watch it? You're so scarred. You will not watch any of those throws back. No, I will not. It is a – I like, it's so it, – and I understand, you know, if this is 2020 – where you're just a year removed from six Super Bowls and questioning Bill is just beyond the pale. And I get it. You know, I, I totally understand that mindset. But now that you see Bill is nothing without Tom, and you're looking back at that game where he single-handedly chose to prevent you from winning a Super Bowl. And another thing, the more I thought about Butler this week, and believe me, it's a dark place, what happened this year was basically – a reenactment of Super Bowl 52, but for 17 weeks instead of four quarters in the Super Bowl. Why? Because you blame Patricia? Well, because you look at Patricia and Judge, we knew immediately they weren't the answer in training camp. Well, wait a minute. And then he doubled down, doubled down, pissed off his starting quarterback. In the entire season, you had Malcolm Butler Part 2, but instead of one Butler, you got two boobs, and instead of one game, you got 17. Right? But are, I mean, are you are you blaming Patricia for the Malcolm Butler decision? Is that what you're doing? I'm expressing to you a clear thing that you have no rebuttal for, <laughs> that what you witnessed this past season was an indefensible decision to have two people be offensive coordinator exacerbated by the brutal, stubborn nature of your head coach preventing well, him from admitting the, a mistake and changing course at that, some point. That's the most obvious thing ever said, ever. I mean, Kraft's admitting that all week. I mean, Kraft's How, Has anybody ever put it in those terms, Ken? Yes, everybody has put it in those terms on every About show. Comparing last... Butler to Patricia and Judge, you've heard that where? So, uh, what do you say? These are the Bills' two worst decisions. Yes, well, I'm heard saying that, that in the context of this season, we all wondered what the reason was why Butler didn't go into that game. And it's because Bill made up his mind that that was what he was going to do, and yeah, he was why? never going to be moved off of it. But why? That's the big thing. We don't know but, why. But, we know it, why the, he hired Patricia. It was a bridge to Bill O'Brien. He was what? free, and he was doing his buddy saving a favor by not poaching Bill O'Brien. Ken, we if you don't know why that this was a play. bridge all along, then you're dumber than I thought. I told you that before the beginning of the season. Ken, then why would they change the offense? Well, that doesn't mean Bill O'Brien can't use the new offense. Patricia and Judge are still sticking around, by the way. Wait, wait, wait. So if it was a bridge to the same offense, why did they change it? It's, it was a different offense. <laughs> right. Why did they change it? That's what Bill wants. Bill wants a new offense. So you don't think Bill's going to be involved with Bill O'Brien and the new offense, Belichick? No, everything I've heard is that it's Bill's offense, and he's hiring his staff. Which Bill? O'Brien. Oh, well, I don't know that. We, I've, I've not seen that reported anywhere. That will be a, that'll be an interesting storyline to follow. I'll, I'll grant you that. Tom Curran was on they're gonna rip the up? next You're... Pats podcast laughing at people who said that this was the plan all along. It was never the plan all along. Well, Curran just picked the Eagles to roll, and you laughed at him, so... Well, right. Well, one is an opinion. The other is a subject that he covers day to day, factually. I find it hard to believe personally that they're going to rip up everything they put in front of Mac last year. They're going to make changes, obviously, but they'll have a new guy at the helm. But Has there ever been a season where the Patriots had made more changes at this point to the offense from the prior year? Mm, probably not. So then what are you talking about that it was a bridge? The offensive coordinators fired. The quarterback coach fired. The offensive line coach fired. I mean, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien might have been helping them all year from from Alabama, for all I know. Oh, so then why did he stink? I thought it stunk because he had bad coaching. Well, he's got to get here and get his hands dirty. Get his, get his, but you're getting off the point. 
No, because you're just so wrong about this. About what? We all it admit it was a mistake. It was a bridge year for the coordinator. That's laughable. It's not laughable. Everybody everybody thought Bill O'Brien was in their targets, and they did the obvious thing, which Kraft is now going on national television and crowing about. He's happy about it. There would be no reason to make the amount of changes they did this past year to the offense and training camp if the plan all along was just to bring back the guy that worked in Brady's offense. So what do you think the plan was? Patricia was the guy for the long haul? Bill thought it's not that hard to coach offense. The same reason he replaced Brady with Cam Newton. He didn't think it was that hard. He thought he could win with he, any top 15 quarterback. For he a told year. Ian O'Connor. For a year. He thought he could get by with it. We disagree on this. I think Bill O'Brien was their plan all along. I think there was plenty of evidence to that, but that's fine if you don't disagree with that. Bill O'Brien was never contacted. How do you know? Burt Breer reported it. We oh. have the audio from last year. Well, Burt knows all. Well, Bert Pre- Bill O'Brien said he wasn't contacted, but he was discussing this at the um, whatever bowl. They're not going to say they contacted him because, again, he and Saban have the agreement they're not going to take each other's guys. It was the first year of his deal in Alabama. So, so you think it was a smart decision? Of course not. Nobody's saying it's a smart decision. You think it it's was a defensible a mis- decision? No, nobody's defending it. I don't know. What you are. You've been defending it all day. I, you thought I it have would work. not. I have. I said I would give it a chance. It failed. We we ripped it all year. I don't know what you're getting upset about. I'm Everybody not upset. I just think it's laughable that these excuses we give to Bill Belichick, benching Butler, and then going with those two clowns for an entire season. Who's excusing him for either one? You are. You have been I all day. Not, you said it was I, just a bridge year. They couldn't get Bill O'Brien. This was the next best thing. I didn't say it wasn't a mistake. It's oh, a you massive were mistake. This morning. Of course it is. Everybody admits that. Okay, good. Okay, can we move on to Butler? God, yes. LePan, do you hear this? Like, what the... Cranky's Curtis on a Saturday. Oh, I am so it is so beautiful. I've already done five miles with the little guy today. It's gorgeous here, spectacular. Okay, we all agree it was a mistake to hire Patricia and Judge for a year. We all agree benching Malcolm Butler was a bad move. The question is why did they bench Butler? We still don't know after all these interviews. But the one thing he's hinting at there, the only theory that Malcolm threw out there was my contract value that Bill was trying to keep it down. If I had a good game, they would have had to pay me more in the off season. That cannot be possible, right? That is so laughable on its face. Um, you, I mean, tell me what other ones would make sense. I mean, we know that we've well, heard Dan, Danny yes. Amendola. We've heard Rob Gronkowski. We've heard players that have come through New England say that they were not allowed to get incentive-laden uh, targets, catches at the end of season so the team could, spend, could save money. Yeah, but that's in the regular season. This is the Super Bowl. You would have held them out. There wouldn't have been a well, – I guess there could have been a playoff bonus or something. I guess, Ken, I would put it this way. I would put it very, very simply, that Bill believes that he is able to overcome anything and that he has believed that falling in line supersedes everything, even potentially a Super Bowl. And he viewed whatever was going on, that Butler was off the reservation and that he was not going to reward that behavior. I mean, now you have guys openly mocking him in the cl- in the locker room, and they play <laughs> the next week without issue, so things have changed. Well, not uh, not Bourne. Everybody well, Kendrick Bourne Mac. played more the week after he questioned the scheme than he did the week before. And Mac Jones, who got benched for yeah. Bailey Zappi. Well, but I, if you want to go through the whole thing, you have players after the Monday night game against the Bears openly telling the media they were not aware of the plan. Jacoby? They were, right, and they played the next week. Yeah. I mean, if that, I mean, if whatever we're saying that Butler did, it wasn't on that level because we didn't know anything beforehand. There was no disciplinary action. You know, he wasn't like the punter and the other guy, Jack Jones, getting suspended at the end of the year. So you think that was it? Bill was just 
he was off the reservation, to use your term, and Bill just thought he would stubbornly send a message that we can win without you. If you're not 100% bought in, we're just going to go with the other guys. Yeah, I, It's as simple I, as that. They, few, they viewed their team as a wagon, and he thought that they could just like, do you believe Eric that Rowe Bill, could replace him? No problem. Right. Just to go back to this season. Do you believe that Bill Belichick thought Justin Fields was going to go up and down the field on them on Monday Night Football? No. Okay. So we believe that he thought he could get this message out to Mac, whatever it was intended, whatever the message behind it was or the intent was, that the, the Patriots would win on Monday Night Football and he could do this three, you know, interchangeable QB thing and still get the win. Bill thought that they would still win. And at the end of the game, he didn't want to capitulate because of his stubborn nature, whatever. And I think that's the same reason you saw the interchangeable quarterbacks on Monday Night Football. And that's why he said that to Lisa Salters and Joe Buck. And he just believed that it wasn't going to be a big deal. He could handle it. And the the message was important, but he didn't believe he would still lose the game. Wow. So it's amazing. I mean, after the game, Ian Rappaport at the time, this is from 2018, said, My understanding, the benching of Malcolm Butler happened because of a perfect storm of issues. Sickness, a rough week of practice, and a minor rule violation believed to be related to a curfew. A complicated matter. I mean, if that was all it took to get him out of there, and then as Alshon Jeffrey is burning Eric Rowe on Series 2 to not make a change and put him in, that still by far and away is the number one Belichick mistake in his coaching tenure. And do you think that Lawrence Taylor was on time for every meeting? <laughs> no, he gave Giants team? right? I mean, it's so pathetic, and it's so petty, and that's why I am very grateful in all sincerity that Bill and Tom have been able to move past whatever the issues were. I think it's great as a Patriot fan, as a fan of this, the sports in this town, that Tom and Bill can sort of be together and discuss the greatest run any team has ever had without, you know, these annoying, you know, family, familial angers and, and petty beefs to exist. But you understand it now at the end. I mean, Bill believed this is why he won. He was wrong. <laughs> it, it wasn't any of this that, that, you know, it has nothing to do with this, the reason they won. The reason they won is the same reason that Andy Reid's winning. It's because you have the best quarterback. And it's it's frustrating in hindsight to see how that behavior precluded them from being better than they could have been because there's no bigger – sort of uh, just asterisk on a run than failing to live up to your potential and that's what they did that with that team and it was totally self-inflicted in every way and then you have malcolm butler back talking again saying things like this tom brady would have had eight rings tom brady would have had eight rings why is he now speaking out like he he came back and tried to play here again which is the most bizarre thing went to ir whatever career done now he's talking he's teasing a documentary in 2025 Further away than Brady says he's going to take the booth. It's amazing. It's like I was just going to say, what happens first, the documentary or Brady calls a game? I would say the documentary, and I don't think either is happening. But not, yeah, but he still is giving no answers except maybe they wanted to keep my value down. And Christian and Gresh asked him about, well, what about all the rumors on the internet? Because there's all these weird theories. And he gave this answer, which is again kind of vague. Oh, a hundred percent, man. Um, you know, I just stay calm and. You know, you you can't defeat the internet. So I just I know um, know everything that went on. You know, I just try to keep peace within the team, myself and the organization. Um, like I said, man, you can't defeat the internet. So you well, know, was, um, you can't defeat the internet. So, I, but if the if I'm looking at the stats here, yeah, twelve for eighteen on third and fourth down. Oh. 
I mean, unbelievable. I just, if one of those fourth downs, there was a fourth down where they hit Ertz over the middle on the final drive, if I recall. I haven't seen the game since I watched it live. But that would have been the ball game. There were so to many Foles, To Foles. Nick effing Foles. You gave Philly their title, their elusive title, their first one ever. Maybe their only one ever if the uh, Chiefs win tomorrow. And it'll uh, go to the worst <laughs> fan base, just miserable, <laughs> pathetic humans. It's amazing. But then, so let's say one of these internet theories is, cor- is correct, as we've heard them all, I'm sure, and some of them we can't repeat. Nope. If, if Malcolm Butler's not going to tell what it is, then we'll never know. Right, because there's only a couple people that would know in this whatever triangle that, that happened. I couldn't have done that much wrong if you know I was invited back to New England. So, and he's right about that. I mean, so maybe that's not true. It's just Bill being stubborn. That's it. Yeah, and and so, but here's the other thing. Just to go back to the this past season in comparison, there really was no explanation ever given by Bill about why and how. Butler Butler was dressed because we were all told 53 you've got to dress you know you only you know the, the whole notion of the Belichick rump swabs explaining <laughs> why Bill does things then why would you waste a roster spot well, he played one in play. the biggest game of the year one special team play right exactly he's got you know Joe Cardona you know basically but the the situation with this past year if it was the plan why is Kraft so mad if they were just doing this to you know hold the seat warm for Bill O'Brien well, Why is he so publicly critical of Bill Belichick? Because Bill told him it would work in the interim. He told him the interim plan oh, would work. So it would work, and then they would cancel it after it worked, and they'd bring in someone else? Yes. That doesn't make sense. They wouldn't cancel it. They would rearrange the chairs because, remember, they they didn't give anybody a title. Oh, so you think if Matt Patricia and Joe Judge successfully led the offense this year, they were going to replace them anyway? Yes, they would have added a coordinator. Oh, that is such – even for you, you don't believe that. Did they give I Bill mean, O'Brien a title or no? Who gave it to him? Was it Robert Kraft or Bill Belichick? I, I don't know. Bill has uh, control of all oh, the organization. Ken, they didn't so, give a defensive guy a title. Ken, do you believe that Bill Belichick was the one who decided to hire and give Bill O'Brien the offensive coordinator title? Yes, absolutely. I think it was his plan all <laughs> along. Now, can I ask you this before you get to the phones? Because the so, phones are so lined up here. So when we talked about the release of the interview process with the offensive coordinators and Gerard Mayo being discussed to be retained, mm-hmm. you said that that was Bill putting out that release? Uh, well, every case is different, you know. No, I'm asking that release. The Mayo release. It I was would on think, the same release. Uh, no, but the that part of it, he may have been coaxed into it by Kraft because that's more of a Kraft decision. That is a pipeline to the uh, coach of the future. So you think the season ended and Bill Belichick sat down with Robert Kraft and said, "Robert, I am so excited. I want to hire an offensive coordinator. We want to give him the title." Yes, that was the plan all along. Okay. That was the bridge plan. You don't no. believe that, but that's okay. I do believe that. 617-779-7937. Before we get to the calls, simple poll. Worst bill decision. Benching Malcolm Butler, hiring Judge and Patricia for 2022. Which which poll, which wins? And I, you're, you're, which one are you picking? Oh, God. Because it's still two? Butler. It's still Butler. It is still Butler by a yeah. long shot. Well, here's the issue. And you, you, whenever it's a Super Bowl, you have to go with that because, you know, unless you have Tom, they're tough to get. But I can we can we leave there to be about a, a little bit of room, a little bit of leave the door a slightly <laughs> ajar, because if Mac is ruined here, yeah. then we will go back to that. And if Mac is successful elsewhere, you could put those two similar when it comes to devastating decisions. But it remains Butler as the worst decision in my lifetime as a fan of Boston sports. Let's go to Marlboro and talk to Andy. Hi, Andy. Come on. Morning. Um, I love you guys. Uh, it's a great show. My uh, 
what I was going to say was that, uh, and Curtis was sort of saying it before I called up, so he kind of, but anyway, he, uh, Belichick had to keep the locker room. He had to keep control of, of he had to, he wants to vote, be the sole voice in the locker room. And if Butler was kind of usurping that from different things he was doing, he had to be silenced and more or less like an example to the rest of the team. Like, I run the locker room, I run the team, and I'm going to stand and show you guys. Nobody's going to usurp my, my authority on this team. So you're sitting out, and that's the way it's going to be. Well, unless we you're Lawrence Taylor. Points. I don't care. I mean, I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I don't think you're wrong. I think Thanks, that's Andy. why he defended it, but the players were pissed. So if the players feel like the locker room's important to preserve and not be, you know, usurped. Right, I mean, and half those players would be gone in the offseason. So what does it matter? It's the last game of the year. Like, you, you throw some things out the window. And you I mean, divide the locker room what, by that. Think about the risk Bill Belichick took when he made the best decision in the history of Boston sports the, the Tuesday kick? at his suite in New Orleans on the eve of Super Bowl Thirty Six, Brady... High ankle sprain. Bledsoe just won the AFC title game. Mm-hmm. He brings them in and he says, we're going with Tom Brady. When everybody in the world would have supported Bledsoe, it would have been the safe pick. Brady's hurt. Go with the healthy guy. It would have been the pick of the guy that had the locker room. Wiggy says the vets like Bledsoe. And he had the stones to say, nope, I trust Brady to run this offense, even on one ankle. And they win the Super Bowl and then the, the rest is history. All right, many Those of you, are the decisions yeah. you make in that spot, and Bill used to have the, the ability to do that, and he no longer does. Many of you want in, in on this, so let's stick with it now. The Malcolm Butler decision here years later with the Eagles back in the Super Bowl. Malcolm talking this week. What happened? Why did Bill bench him? And was it a worst decision? Was it his worst move all time? Or does Judge and Patricia come close? 617-779-7937. You're on- now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We're back, Ken and Curtis, on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Or whatever it was that was within your power in that moment that you could have done to make some sort of either public display or even in the locker room at halftime to scream at somebody, why am I not in the game? Man, I was at the point where I just I just said F it, man. I just said F it. I'm on my way out the door. I just I just I just didn't want to be bothered with. I didn't want to be a distraction to the team. You know, we in the game and I think we was losing. You know, I think Nick Foles was burning us up. But mm-hmm. the thing the thing about it, you know, it, it, it really touched me like probably like six or seven months ago because I'm really looking at who was out on the field. Like you telling me that I can't cover better than Jordan Richardson. You got Jordan Richardson uh, Nelson Aguilar, like that's just that was kind of disrespectful, you know. When you, when when I just think about it, and like man, I got a reputation too, man, and it, it it really hurt me. Like all the rumors and stuff coming out, and I pretty much did nothing, you know what I mean? And I was the bad guy. I was the one taking all the heat, and like it was just it was it, it was it was it was a hard pill to swallow, man, and. I didn't like that. One day I'm going to have to call Bill and ask him to have a talk with him.
Wow, great interview with Malcolm Butler, and he's given several this week. But go back and listen to the Gresham Fourier show yesterday on the Odyssey Excellent app. Yesterday, yeah, I mean they asked every way, but Sunday about what happened, and he didn't. He wanted to talk. I mean, even at one point he said, "Keep him coming." Like it is strange, Curtis, that we still don't know why Bill benched him. If you believe Malcolm, there was nothing. You know, he didn't do anything. And in fact, if you go back and look at some of the quotes a couple weeks after the Super Bowl, Devin McCourty said this: "As far as I know, all that stuff." the rumors he's talking about, are the furthest thing from the truth. We all knew he wasn't starting all week. That wasn't a secret to the guys on the team. I get why people are fishing. He played 98% of the plays. I just hate for him character-wise going into free agency. It's just not true as far as I know. Not one time did anything come up, end quote. So that leads to where did all these rumors come from? Like, did did the Patriots, I don't know, try to cover well, up their bad mistakes? Well, where else would they come from? Why, yeah, I mean, right. It's, it is, <laughs> Do you think Butler's released those rumors? <laughs> no, but, I mean, people were just speculating anything. Like, this must have happened or that must have That's happened. That's because there were so many lapdogs like yourself in the media back then that said, but, but, but Bill, Bill couldn't do anything wrong. It's fine. I, Ordway said it was the, you know, ball movement and it was the game plan specific. Richardson was the, better in the dime. I'm looking at the uh, – the, the, I can't believe it. I'm going to need extra therapy this week. I'm looking at the snap count of that game, Super Bowl 52. Yeah. Eric Rowe, 71 defensive snaps, 95% How do you grade out? How do you grade out on PFF? Did you? Uh, uh, he, I think he got a D-. minus. <laughs> um, and I'm looking at Malcolm Butler was on the field for one special teams play. Yeah, that's what he said yesterday. Uh, Johnson Batamosi was on the field, 11 defensive snaps. I don't know. Call about, me crazy. Butler Richardson? might have been better on those eleven snaps. I think they were pretty important too. I think it was the fourth quarter when he was on the field. Well, how many? How many did Richardson play? The guy that that even Jordan Malcolm? Richards played in sixteen snaps, twenty twenty one percent of the defensive snaps. Oh. Uh, you know, it just was an absolute abomination. Well, the I poll mean, questions up on WEI on the Twitter account, Curtis. What was Belichick's worst decision: benching Butler or Patricia Judge in twenty two? It is a dead fifty fifty heat. Two hundred votes in, fifty percent each. Yeah. You should probably give a raise to the guy that made that analogy. I don't know who it was. Let's go to Mark in Florida here on the phone lines on the Kenny Curtis Show. Hi, Mark. Good morning, guys. Curtis, you know you're one of my faves, and Ken, congrats on the promotion. <laughs> Thank um, you. I'm, I'm going with but, the Butler decision because it was the Super Bowl. I don't think the Patriots could have won many more games with the roster that they have this year. But the, my point I wanted to make was Curtis made a great point earlier. Belichick's the winning has gotten to his head over the years, and I love him but he thinks he can win no matter what. Malcolm Butler spouts off at practice. We don't need him, Super Bowl or not. If Jonas Gray runs for 350 yards and four touchdowns, but is five minutes late for a meeting, uh, too bad. He's out of the lineup. He just thinks because he won all those years, he can outmaneuver, outmanipulate the other coach, and, and individuals don't matter, and I'm Bill Belichick, and now we're seeing that's not the case because he doesn't have the elite quarterback. Thank you, guys. Right. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Great call. And, and, the, and it's true. And guess what, Ken? I'm going to be fair and balanced here. Brady likes to think it's TB12 and the four agreements and Tony Robbins. It's nope. not? Nope. It's that you're a great player who has an unquenchable desire and thirst to win, who has incredible God-given ability matched with an unparalleled you know, leadership quality, je ne sais quoi, whatever. It's not about... All the other stuff, okay? It's not about doing a sit-down with Stedman, who joined that awful <laughs> podcast. Uh, it's, it's, it's that you were a person who was given an ability to lead others, and you were the hardest-working guy who also had the most talent, and there you go. The, what, what, what 
people have it happens in all walks of life whether it's finance or politics or people get to a point they reach such rarefied air that they think of themselves as like a deity and it's unhealthy in every situation and unfortunately what i have been railing about which is the removal of checks and balances in gillette stadium where bill has removed anybody who had the audacity to question him in terms of players and coaches and what happens is you get an echo chamber and the product suffers no matter who you are mm-hmm. and that's what the patricia judge hiring it wasn't just that they were bad for that position it wasn't just that it was doomed to fail from the start it was the thought process that went into it which was i don't want to irk my golf buddy i can do it with my two friends who have been successful coaches at different stages of their nfl life and F off to everybody who doesn't think it'll work, including you, Mac Jones. That's and, why we got where we were. And I mean, Kraft that's signed the... off on it. Kraft didn't, didn't intervene. No checks and balances there, although he's ta- saying now, he told Fox Business yesterday, he and Bill talked. Right, after and that's year. because they had a check on the Belichick decision to go with Patricia and Judge, and it wasn't the plan all along. Otherwise, yeah, there would be no check, and there would be no yeah. need to say that we're interviewing offensive coordinator candidates, Ken. Well, Kraft signed off on it last year for a one-year plan. That was it. But, right, but Kraft said to that. everybody in March after this was in the works at the owners' meetings we about better make 20 minutes down the road from where I am saying yeah. that we don't, we give him the latitude to do things his way because he's been successful. Let's go to Nate in the truck. Hi, Nate. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, how are you? Good, I, I, good. good. Uh, real quick on the Butler thing. I mean, I was screaming at the TV. You guys must have, too. I mean, to have Brady go over 500 yards and still not win that game is ridiculous. All we needed was one stop on a fourth down, but you guys yeah. already covered that. Um I think Belichick's arrogance is running dry um, because, like you guys just said, all that winning gave him the leeway and the mulligan to, to be an arrogant you-know-what for so long. And we're seeing, I mean, especially there was a 10-year – people forget Brady had a 10-year lull of not going to the Super Bowl or winning the Super Bowl. And if, if Belichick just gave him the weapons that he needed, just think about that. We always say we're talking about Mahomes and the whole, like, oh, he's, he's going to – the goal, the goal is going to catch him. Can you imagine? I think Brady could have had over 10, maybe 10 Super Bowls won, okay? Something that nobody would ever, ever come close to again. Just that being said, I think with Belichick, yes, he's a great coach, but I think he didn't do a, a, a service to Brady all these years if he just gave him the weapons that he needed. Look at the last year, and I'll let you guys go. Look at the last year he was here. He, could, he had no, no tight ends. He had and killed Harry. <laughs> Jacoby Myers, a, th- a third-string guy. I mean, he well, had they, enough. They had AB. He knew he, knew he they, had. They tried to get AB, and that blew up on him, Curtis. It is pretty amazing. They won 12 games with that team on offense. And you, you know, I watched. I, I, t- I said this last week uh, on my uh, my big birthday week of relaxing, doing nothing. Uh, I had the Super Bowl 51 second half broadcast on. Chris Hogan. <laughs> The guys he was throwing to Malcolm Mitchell and Chris Hogan were the studs. I mean, you know, there was a cup, there was a PI to Martellus Bennett, but in general, it was an unbelievable catch by Edelman. But it was Chris Hogan in the AFC Championship game against the Steelers and in the Super Bowl, and Malcolm Mitchell, who never played again, I don't think, in the NFL, catching balls down the sideline to win a game down twenty-five points in the second half. I mean, it was unbelievable, and I think. It's good that Bill hopefully has been humbled by this. But, you know, obviously we don't know what's going to, you know, occur after all this, but the Butler decision really was the beginning of the end in terms of his of their relationship. The, 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 
No, it's just like the balance of talent as a coach and how stubborn you are and believing that you're smarter than you are and thinking that you can overcome anything. And to begin with Butler and have it bookend with, with uh, Patricia and Judge, I think, is pretty good. Well, let's we'll stick on this for a bit. People want to weigh in on the Butler decision again years later. Eagles in the Super Bowl. Malcolm Butler talking. Kraft talking, though, too. And I, if you missed that clip yesterday on Fox Business of the checks and balances, the meeting, he did allude to that. And he gave Mac Jones some support. First Mac Jones support that I have heard, Curtis, in this And I'm going to ask you to define how Robert Kraft means he, the word he used for Mac Jones I find to be incredibly interesting. Ooh, okay. That'll be next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.